I had a friend actually get possessed during a Ouija board and try to me in the throat with a Whoa. <laughs> My ex-wife was our photographer. You know, she's behind the scenes, just taking photos while we're doing interviews. And we look over and she just starts getting affected and got real aggressive, real negative. Uh, so you guys got divorced after that. Like, <laughs> this is over. Something's in you. Hey, uh, <laughs> we're done. I had like an overwhelming like sense of like, like beauty. And oh, <laughs> there you go. Was that a ghost? What the <laughs> Yo, no way! No fucking way! No way! You should have got up. Yeah. Hey, we're just gonna take a break to change your shorts. Welcome to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Jay Wosley. Jay Wosley. Thanks for having me on. This is fun. Mr. Ghostbuster himself. Yeah. Yeah. Hope I didn't bring any other friends to the studio. I, mean, I hope not. <laughs> Yo. I live by myself. Uh, not anymore. Has <laughs> that happened to you, though, where you investigate a place and then... And then you, come home with Yeah, you? it actually has, you know, for especially... Real? I mean, we've been doing it for 13 years now, and mm. I know at the beginning, you know... And, well, to backtrack, it's kind of weird. When we investigate, you want to open yourself up, right? Because mm -hmm. we want to we want to experience it. We want to mm -hmm. capture the evidence. So you, there's a level of opening yourself up to this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think at the beginning, I didn't realize that how important it was to close yourself afterwards. Mm. You know, like mm -hmm. basically leaving work at work. Uh, and it's happened. We've come home and all of us like through the years, like we feel like we get, you know, oppressed. We're all happy chill guys yeah. but you could tell like something's wrong like especially if it's a really intense negative energy mm -hmm. we were dealing with mm -hmm. uh, and it just lingers it comes with you uh i was living in nashville for a while for some reason that house got it the worst i don't know if mm -hmm. it was just the timing or what yeah. um I would have friends come over and spend the night and they say they woke up to a lady standing at the foot of their bed and mm -hmm. uh, wow. I would wake up at like two in the morning. My dog's just uh, growling at the corner of the house. <laughs> like, wow. just, like, there's nothing there. And I'm like, all right, dude, just go back to bed. Yeah. Uh, I was actually married for a while mm -hmm. and my ex-wife was our photographer. So she would travel with us doing yeah. behind the scenes photography. Mm -hmm. And she was at a location uh, called Goatman's Bridge in Denton, Texas. And, you know, she's behind the scenes just taking photos while we're doing interviews. And we look over and she just starts getting affected and got real aggressive, real negative. Your wife did? Yeah. And we're like, shit, what's going on? So we like approached her and we started talking to her and she just was not herself. You could tell like, and I've whoa. seen people now, like there's a change in the eyes that happen, you mm -hmm. know, and then you see it and you're like, whoa, all right. Like that's not them. So something know? was in her. Yeah. Something was in her. Something was oh. affecting her. Uh, so you guys got divorced after that. Like, <laughs> this is over. Something's in you. They, uh, We're done. Uh, overall, yeah. You're not who I married. I mean, you know, we, we tried to go through different things. You know, she. Oh, took, so that lasted. Yeah, for a little bit, for like a few oh. more months. Uh, she well, a few more months. Yeah, she took time off the show. We we're like, just stay, stay home, try mm -hmm. to chill, try to relax. Did you do an exorcism or? Uh, never. We never an got that far. You know? uh, I mean, she got possessed, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, so we like we're trying, you know, just. You know, do what you have to do. Take a break, shake it, and then she just kind of started declining from there and got. So, worse did you and worse. introduce her to another guy? Like, look, this is my wife. But you can have her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can take her. Oh home. man! Yeah, but it just, you know, it just didn't pan out. It just wow. didn't work. She couldn't shake it. Ultimately, she did. I think just totally getting away from. Like I said, that the was business. in Nashville too. So I don't know if it was the house that Damn. just like everything coming home to the that Whoa. house just like was it was oversaturated. Jeez. You know, with like negative energy, I guess. And, wow. You know, it's what I do every other week. 
week for 13 years. So I kind of, right. I guess, I'm sadly used to it. So would you <laughs> consider yourself like a dark person? No, I think I'm a very positive person. Uh, I don't. Well, I, not dark is right. like not not negative, but mm-hmm. like dark in the sense of like you've been doing it for 13 years. It's, right. it's like you've dealt with so many different energies. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard not to be like, in, yeah. like you're uh, engulfed in it. Right. It's like oh, it's you're totally party. engulfed in it. I mean, even just the history. We go to places that like, oh, that was a mass this guy with an axe chopped up a family like mm-hmm. you know it's it gets to you after a while mm-hmm. but i think i've learned now like over the years to really be able to ground myself mm-hmm. and kind of like focus on what i need to focus mm-hmm. on to keeping that positive energy and basically leaving anything negative at the location how do you cleanse uh i use a polo santo uh it's kind of like a sage it's actually these wooden sticks yeah. uh, from south america that i think work better than sage wow uh, we have a whole other show that we do now called house calls where we focus on people's actual homes mm-hmm. and try to go in and help them kind of cleanse their homes gotcha. and things and deal with whatever there and uh, i find polo santo works better than sage mm-hmm. uh, but also for me i think it's big like your mental state that you're in at the time like mm-hmm. if you're dealing with something negative and this is across the board like even just in life you know not even dealing with paranormal i think keeping whatever it is that makes you happy you know if you're religious you pray you do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do to create that positive energy right. uh, for me i like to create i'm an artist i'm a musician mm-hmm. i will you know i come home after an intense investigation i go to my recording studio i play music mm-hmm. you know i write i create films like i just do something creative with that energy to make me feel positive or I'll go hike in nature, Mm. you know, ground myself and, you know, take my dog for a hike, things like that. Just to, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is to keep you positive and just not let that negative energy overtake you. So are, are ghosts real? Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, I've been doing this a long time, you know, professionally 13 years. And even before we can go back when I was a kid, I had paranormal experiences Wow! Uh, from seeing things in the woods and mm-hmm. kind of like I was a weird kid growing up. I kind of was into weird stuff and mm-hmm. just everything. I just wanted to know, like, what is out there, you know, like mm-hmm. myths and, you know, mythological creatures mm-hmm. and, you know, crypto, you know, zoology, things yeah. like that. Like I was all into it. So I studied all of it and then mm-hmm. uh, had experiences, had crazy experiences with a Ouija board as a teenager. Really? Yeah. I had a friend actually get possessed during a Ouija board and try to stab me in the throat with a Whoa. Yeah. Wow. You serious? Yeah, 100%. That was absolutely terrifying. This was, uh, I mean, to back up, this was, I mean, I was like 17. It was a, I was playing in a band. It was like, we finished band practice, mm. and we're like, all right, let's do the Ouija board tonight. And it's crazy. Like, you sell these things in a toy store. Yeah, right, you know? right. like 10 bucks. Right. <laughs> and we're just like, all right, let's go all out. We really want to experience this. We want to have, like, a creepy, scary experience. And we're, we're young and dumb. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't know. Damn. So we get everything, like, ritualistic we can. We have incense. We have candles. We have a dagger. We have, like, a bowl of water. Just mm-hmm. anything ritualistic. We're like, let's go all out tonight and just really you know, freak ourselves out, I guess. So I started, we started playing and it started talking to us and it kept saying his name was Z something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and it was said it was a little boy spirit, which first of all, you can never trust these things. Cause like, how do you know who you're really talking to? Right. Uh, but it claimed to be a little boy. Uh, and then I noticed the incense smoke was blowing down to the dagger that we had. And I was like, that's kind of weird, right? So I pick up the dagger, I move it to the other side, the smoke changes and goes to the dagger again. I'm wow. Like, I'm like, all right, this is kind of weird. And I was like, hey, everyone check this out. I just started moving it around and everywhere I moved it, the smoke would actually follow to the dagger. Mm. So then I was like, hey, are you attracted to the dagger? And it said yes. And I was like, all right. And then I asked the stupidest question I've ever asked in my entire life. I said, can you come through the dagger into us? And it said yes. 
and we're all like, all right, like we take our hands off, we all step back, we're like, all right, like, <laughs> like what are we gonna do here? You know, like, all right, we're like, well, this is what we wanted. We wanted to go all out. We wanted to experience it. So like, we're like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So me and my buddy, the other guitarist, like, we we're like, all right, we'll do it. We'll both hold the dagger. It was in a sheath, mm-hmm. you know, like so you can hold it. Uh, so we both lay on the ground. We hold it. And we're like, all right, you can come through us now. I got this feeling of just overwhelming sadness. It's the weirdest feeling, like, to feel sadness in your toes. Like, just from my toes, all through my body, it was just, like, a feeling of sadness. Mm. Um, remember, we're on our backs. So he mm. jumps up. He Now his sh- knees are on my shoulders, and he's trying to pull the knife out of the sheath, and we're fighting. And he's up on top of me. Mm-hmm. He breaks it open, pulls it out of the sheath, and he pushes the knife towards my throat. And I'm holding him like this, shaking. Like Whoa. as hard as I can, like holding him back and it's past my chin. So it's like, there. if I let go You're done. a percent, he would have like just jammed it right mm. through me. Wow. Uh, probably lasted like maybe 10 seconds. He just suddenly went limp, full tears, crying, had no idea what happened mm. and was just like, just totally shaking. Uh, and we're just like, all right, I guess we're done. Like <laughs> we're, we got it. We got uh, more than what we yeah. wanted, you know? This was at your house? Yeah. It, well, we kind of, it started mm. in my parents' basement. Uh, and then one of our buddies had to be home. So we're like, all right, let's move it over to your place. Right. And we invited it. We're like, come with us. We're going to go over to this place. You guys invited the yeah. demon. <laughs> Yo. Like, hey, what are you doing today? <laughs> just come. Yeah, what you doing today? Like, okay. <laughs> That's insane. So, just dumb teenagers. Let me ask you a question. With yeah. ghosts, are they stuck here? Because uh, mm-hmm. to my understanding, they get there's a realm that when we pass, right? Mm-hmm our spirits leave our body right but some of us are either disturbed or we feel like there's unfinished business mm-hmm. or something's going on so we kind of get stuck here yeah in this planet then we start to torment or mm-hmm. is it tormenting a demon right or like what's the difference like what what actually happens why are ghosts here right see so first of all i always say like i don't know 100 percent. like okay. i've experienced a lot of things and i have theories and i have mm-hmm. a lot of evidence we've right. captured a lot of things but i'm not the type of person that's like it's this 100 mm-hmm. percent but like my theory, there's two types of hauntings that mm-hmm. we kind of break things into. Uh, the first one is called residual haunting, mm-hmm. where like I try to describe it as if, like, say you walking up and down this hallway, you sit in that chair every day, and you pass away. Like a bit of your energy, it makes sense. Your energy still sticks around, and a mm-hmm. little bit of your energy could still be like just lingering in that hallway mm-hmm. or sitting in a chair or something like mm-hmm. that. And under the right circumstances, the right variables, also with the right perspective, like an open mind, things like that, you can actually capture and basically experience some of that energy. Okay. Mm. Uh, kind of like a loop. Like it's right. just like a record so you can player kind of just feel like them. going on a loop. You can but feel he's not here to hurt you. Right. It's okay. there's just it's just like a lingering mm. vibe. Mm. And like that's kind of, you know, I kinda of relate it to like if you've ever been in a room working and something and you can just feel that someone walked in the room, like even before they say anything, you're like, mm. Oh, someone's in here. Yeah. Like there's just that feeling. Even yeah. when you sleep, you can kind of feel someone. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's the one kind of haunting, and that 100% makes sense to me. You know, I'm a big believer in energy, positive and negative energy as well. You know, if there was like a mass <laughs> evil thing, like there's gonna be some dark negative energy mm-hmm. that's like left stuck over, there yeah. and left mm-hmm. over from that. So that makes sense. That's the easy one to me. The hard part is the intelligent communication, the intelligent haunting, and we get those a lot. Where we'll ask intelligent haunting. Yep. Where we will ask questions, we use different devices. Uh, simply, and they answer them. They'll answer directly. So that means that this, the ghosts and the spirits still have a conscience. Right. They're conscious. They're aware of us, too. Wow. Which is a whole wild. That's the one that still blows my mind. But I've experienced it over and over again. And that's the one that's still like, 
Like I've still like I'm just you know even thinking. So is that what our conscience basically is? It's our our spirit. It could be our spirit. Yeah. Wow. This is just like a vessel. Like this is just matter. Because in order for them to ask the questions, they would they have to have Mm. some kind of comprehension or like separate from the brain. Separate from the brain. Wow, that's crazy to think about. So it 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 has a way of answering uh, questions like normal questions, Mm. not asking the intricate questions. answering questions normally so another way like i've kind of thought about it too and put it into perspective is like the idea that there's no such thing as time that like time is like something that we've created to kind of organize our life Mm -hmm. right and that everything that has happened is happening and will happening is all happening at the same time right and it's our perspective it's our consciousness that Mm -hmm. allows us to experience this moment Mm -hmm. you know but under the right circumstances there's, I feel like there's been moments and maybe it's even geologically mm-hmm. or, you know, that's what I'm still trying to figure out is like, there's moments where there's like, it crosses over, like mm-hmm. almost like you could see through a veil and it's, and the thing they call it that, like the veil, like you can see into these other time periods, these other areas. A mm-hmm. uh, good example, you know, the movie, the conjuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we, scary uh, yeah. So we investigated the original house that mm-hmm. the entire movie was based yeah. out of. Uh, oh, and, yeah. It was terrifying, <laughs> 100% terrifying. And uh, I did this ritual down in the basement. Uh, that's kind of a thing I do, too. So it's the like, energy was still there? Oh, yeah, 100%. And when we interviewed uh, one of the kids, that like her mom was the one that was possessed from mm. the original Conjuring. Mm. Uh, of course, the movie plays it up. But like, right. the true story is creepy enough as it is. Uh, so the way she described it is that her mom got to a point where she realized that she was seeing an older family living in the house. And at first, it freaks you out. You're like, it's haunted, and you lose your mind. It's crazy. But when she realized that, she kind of made peace with it. And she was kind of like, we're living here as well as other generations, other time periods of this family. And for some reason, she was able to see that. Um, Mm -hmm. So in the basement, I did a ritual to open up a portal uh, that I found. And I went upstairs, and I started walking around. And there's four of us on the show nobody else was in the house it was just me i walked around for i don't even know exactly how long like we still don't know exactly i would guess at least an hour and i'm yelling i'm trying to call for everybody can't find everybody they can't hear you i walked through the whole house they couldn't hear me like no one was around mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i'm sitting there and i'm kind of like honestly starting to break down like mentally like all right this is this is crazy like mm-hmm. i'm kind of losing my mind and then our host main host zach just walks right out and he's like he's like what are you doing I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I've been like calling and yelling for you guys. And like, he came out of a room that I was just in too. Right. And they were just, they were nowhere to be found. And I personally feel like mm-hmm. I kind of crossed over into that, like what she was talking about, how like I'm in another time period or right. dimension, whatever you want to call it. I'm not wow. 100%, but that's what the experience was like for me personally. So right? can you actually, let's say you can see him or feel him, right? So uh, what yeah. about like around people? Like, have you ever met someone? It could be not in a, in a home. You just kind of mm-hmm. met them and like, yo, there's a ghost behind you. Or there's... Uh, no, not necessarily no, okay, like okay. that. I don't. So you, you I can't think see I want them. to. No, I mean, I've seen ghosts. Okay. Like I've seen them like apparitions. I remember there was one we were filming this place in uh, Arizona. It was like an old Wild West kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they had reenactors. They would do reenactments, like shootouts and stuff like that mm-hmm. to entertain the people. And we were getting ready to investigate and I remember I went and I rolled all the cameras and I'm walking back to our what we call our nerve center, like mm-hmm. our main base. And everybody should be out. You know, it's it's all just us in there. No one else. Uh, I'm walking up and I see a full on cowboy just like walk past me. And wow. I'm like, 
like i'm like what the hell like <laughs> we're, we're, we're filming like we're about to start why is there a worker still here you know i actually got pissed off <laughs> and i went around the corner from no, where he was coming from and i saw the other guys and i was like who's this guy like they're supposed to be cleared mm-hmm. out i thought we're good to go and they're like what are you talking about mm-hmm. and i'm like no like literally a cowboy just walked by mm. and they're like no like no one came by mm. and then i looked and like you could see like where the exit was and everything and there was nobody there wow. but it was so real to me that i didn't even think it was a ghost wow. like, i literally just thought it was a guy and got Damn. pissed like <laughs> why, why do you think it's hard to pick them up on cameras uh i think it's too i think it's a lot like camera technology too that's why we shoot in a lot of different uh, light spectrums mm-hmm. so we shoot in a lot of ir light we mm-hmm. shoot in uh, ultraviolet light uh, we use thermal cameras. Mm. We use. Uh, we even have like lidar mapping systems now that we've mm. gotten some amazing evidence where like the technology is so precise now. Like you could put it in this room and map out this room, you know, and you would see everything in there. But then like right in the middle, we know it's empty, right? Mm. But you would like see some kind of mass or a figure that's like standing in the middle, and you're like, all right, like wow. what why is, is that, that there? You know, yeah, why yeah. is that there? That shouldn't be there. That's like military stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just starting to come come out now. Like a lot of like construction, like mm. you know, scanning buildings and things. Yeah. They use that. Nice. For that. Just so it could see through walls and stuff. It's in green, right? Uh, no, this is actually like it's like uh, it almost looks like a CGI, like oh. like a three D rendering yeah, yeah, of a location. Yeah. Uh, but we've done that a few places. We just did it over in Lake Mead. Mm. Uh, Lake Mead's haunted. Oh yeah, we uh, just just <laughs> premiered. Said, Wait, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wait, there's bodies in yeah. there. So, oh, yeah. So yeah, we just did a two hour special. Uh, it just kicked off our new season there. It was mm. called we called it Lake of Death. Wow. So like uh, I don't know if you heard about in the news there was like barrels like washing up and they're showing up because the water level is dropping so they're finding barrels with bodies in them really and so that piqued our interest Mm -hmm. we're like all right we got to get out there we got to see what this is about Mm -hmm. thinking that was it It was just gonna be an investigation focus on those couple things we start interviewing uh the national park service Mm -hmm. former rangers things like that yeah they start telling us this is nothing new this has been happening year after year like they're always finding bodies Mm -hmm. and that over a course of so many years they released all these files to me uh, that they've found over 3,000 deaths in that park what? since like the late 80s, early 90s, something Jesus like that. Christ. Holy like crap. boating accidents, car accidents, plane crashes, like all kinds of stuff. Whoa. Uh, and we heard that. We're like, holy shit, like this is a much bigger investigation yeah. than we thought it was going to be. Uh, they were even telling us there was a guy that like was living off the grid, like just literally, because Lake Mead's huge. There was a guy living way out in an area. Uh, he had like a ritual tent and he was like worshiping something out there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> these fishermen came across him and were like, this guy's a creep and weird, yeah. you know? So they called the Rangers, the Rangers show up. He charges at the Rangers with a machete and the Rangers just shoot him dead right there. Cause he was just running at him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, so we went, we investigated there, like, uh, mm-hmm. which took, it was a two hour ATV ride to get there Damn. just cause there was no, Dang. there's no roads. Oh, it was just totally off. We had to actually drive up to Mesquite. And then take a two-hour ATV, like, off-road wow. all the way down to get to this spot. Um, and then, too, while we're there, like, another thing that just stepped it up even farther was we're talking, and once again, you know, like, that's why we made it our two-hour special. Because mm-hmm. at first it was just, like... Just, yeah, you, you know, basically documented the whole journey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we were talking to Rangers, and they were like, oh, yeah, we, we see shapeshifters out here all the time, too. And we're like, holy like we didn't Damn. realize it was that intense where they would see like these humans like turn into creatures or creatures yeah. turn into humans out what? in the middle of the desert yeah bigfoot right, right? like bead kind of like bigfoot any kind of crypto thing you know yeah. just what do you kind mean of weird shapeshifters so like they would see like they would just see a person running right and they'd be like why is that person running and they're watching them and all of a sudden they just shape shift and they turn into some kind of creature animal that's a real then, thing yeah yeah bigfoot 
Yeah. What do you mean, Bigfoot? Big There's a documentary I'll put you on, but Bigfoot is real, bro. Yeah, uh, Skinwalkers yeah. is another one that they're going by. What, what's Skinwalkers? Uh, it's kind of the same thing. It's like this creature that's just like this like humanoid, half-human, half-animal type creature mm-hmm. that like can stand up but like runs on all fours. And, and that's real. Yeah. I mean, we've captured enough <laughs> stuff where like there's something to it. Mm-hmm. Like, once again, I don't know 100% exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but on this Lake Mead investigation, we caught twice two different types of equipment what we actually think is a shapeshifter. Wow. And it wasn't it there it wasn't like a like a shadow. It was an actual Oh yeah, no, and that's the thing too, like and I think a lot of people don't realize too, when yeah. you see the show, like it's edited down. So it's a highlight reel basically. We're out there for a long time doing yeah. this stuff. Uh, so no, we, but we try the, to debunk things. You the know shapeshifters I mean? is like an actual human you can touch. Yeah, it, it looks like a physical. It looks like, but is it real or is it just an? I mean, I, of your I haven't gotten close enough to <laughs> to shake hands with <laughs> Yo, one or anything. Crazy. But yeah, I mean, it, it looks just as physical as you would imagine anything else. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So seeing that you've met a lot of, uh, you know, bad energy style. Mm-hmm you know, ghosts and spirits and demons. Have you ever met any of them that are pleasant? Like yeah. Just sweet, mm-hmm. maybe like sweet people. Like uh, just yeah. don't want to hurt anybody, like sweet <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, like sweet grandma. It's kind of hard <laughs> to say yeah. sweet people. No, yeah, like, totally. I mean, we do, it, yeah. we tend to focus more on the, you know, like the crazier, darker mm-hmm. stuff. It's kind of yeah. just the route we went and it mm-hmm. kind of, but uh, we've been to locations uh, actually not too far from here. Yeah. Halfway between here and Reno, there's a place called Goldfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a place called the Goldfield Hotel, just mm-hmm. like massive abandoned building. Um, and we were in there and it's a, this place is just, it's evil. Like it's a hundred percent evil. Uh, we've caught things lifting off the ground and go flying through the air by itself on Whoa. camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that the place you said you woke up and you were getting drugged down? No, the that was at the museum here. Oh, you, you got to yeah, tell I'll us tell about, you about that. that one. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's, drugged it's, down yeah. The hall. What? in, uh, yeah. in Goldfield. Uh, so we've caught like rocks lifting up and go flying. We call it the guys originally when they did the documentary, like, 15 plus years ago at the beginning before the show even existed mm-hmm. they called a, a brick there flying by itself and that's kind of what got them i guess more notary mm-hmm. and kind of blew them up more um but this place there's a there's a story there about a woman who the owner i guess like she was like a and he got her pregnant mm-hmm. but he chained her up to the radiator inside of a room in the hotel and just left her there and like would feed her but like basically kept her prisoner and just kept her a secret like mm-hmm. you know this can't get out and then she had the baby and then he apparently threw the baby down a well like it's a Jeez. story and um uh, so we went into that room and we brought flowers in to like you know kind of be like that's we're so sorry this mm-hmm. happened and you can still see there's still the radiator there at the time and we put the flowers down and we start using different devices that mm-hmm. uh basically the easy way to describe how they work is that they use changes in the electromagnetic energy mm-hmm. uh, which they, is one of the theories is that spirits can actually manipulate electromagnetic energy mm-hmm. and then they could choose words mm-hmm. um, or like use different frequencies to communicate through uh, and we started getting you know like thank you flowers like started coming through and we you know we're like that's pretty spot on you know like mm-hmm. wow. it could say anything oh they were saying thank you flowers yeah it was saying thank you flowers things like that and then we mm-hmm. look over and we just see the flowers like if, as if someone's like like touching them like almost like petting a cat kind of thing and mm. you just see the flowers just start like lightly moving that's wild and it was it was beautiful like we all like actually kind of like cried over. had like an overwhelming yeah. like sense of like like beauty and, oh <laughs> there you go was that a ghost what the <laughs> f- 
Yo, no way. No fucking way. Bro. Bro. That's never happened. No way. All these damn episodes. Yo. No fucking way. That just scared the fuck out of me. 150 episodes. That's never happened. Bro. What was that anyways? Bro. Like a, maybe a cover on there or something? That's insane, out? bro. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm out, bro. No I'm out. way! You should have got up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're just gonna take a break to change your shorts. Oh, that's and, funny. Uh... <laughs> you see that? Yeah. I mean, you probably could see on the camera. Yeah, that's guy. wild. The camera might have got oh, that. That's definitely. You know. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. That's nuts. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> but that that would pretty much confirm your theory about yeah. time being just all in yeah, one moment. It's all there and too. Like it, we've had uh what's crazy too, we've had moments where like, you know, once it's like, all right, we're going to a location, mm -hmm. we'll hear from the owners. As soon as we booked, like mm -hmm. we like got the contracts and we're like, all right, we're good to go, we're gonna go film there. Uh, they were like, as soon as you we did that, like stuff started happening. Mm. Uh, they've gotten like our names have been called out in locations before we've gotten Whoa. there. So it's almost like this weird, like they know sometimes mm -hmm. like before it's going to happen, which Whoa. is wild. wow. <laughs> yeah. So time is just made up. Yeah. It's not chronological. It's just. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was it's just, just it's, 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 it's your perspective. It's yeah, it's just it's our perspective. It's our consciousness, our spirit, whatever you want to call it. Like it's it's our personal like we're viewing everything from this point right now you know what i mean mm -hmm. so what happened that night at the museum uh which museum uh zach bagan's haunted museum yeah so uh we i've spent a lot of time in that building so you were asleep there yep you wanted to sleep there yep we, <laughs> were, uh, well, we were we were filming there wow uh, you know we've we've filmed there a bunch we've done like a, a six hour live show there mm -hmm. Uh, it actually saved us when the pandemic hit because mm -hmm. uh, our show was shut down for like about a month and we're like, what are we going to do? Like, mm -hmm. we can't travel. Mm. So uh, Zach pitched it to the network to be like, hey, why don't we do Ghost Adventures Quarantine mm -hmm. and just the four of us will live in campers in the parking lot of the museum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we just stayed there for like two weeks and just filmed a whole mini series just focusing on that. Mm -hmm. wow. um, but one of the first times we ever investigated it, uh, we decided we we're going to spend the night in there. Mm -hmm. This was like early on. Zach just got it, just started setting it up. And I'm, a, and I'm sleeping in the front room, which, first of all, it took forever to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. the hardest place to ever just get comfortable and sleep. Mm -hmm. And I was on like a camping cot, you know, like one of those folding out little camp cots. Mm -hmm. And I'm laying in there, finally fall asleep. I get woken up in the middle of the night at some point. And I just woke up feeling like, cause it's like a cloth thing. And I feel mm. like something hitting underneath of it yeah. and there's no space. Like it's pretty small, but I mm -hmm. feel something hit my feet and I kind of like jump up. And I'm like, what was that? Like, all right. And I'm looking around and I see, like, I could see that we have cameras filming a sleeping and I could see a camera and I could see there's like, it's pitch black, but there's a little bit of ambient light from the camera. And I just see the shadow, like just flash past it. Mm. And I was like, like all right what was that so i start yelling for the guys like i was like hey is anyone awake like just yelling to be like something just happened mm -hmm. uh eventually like it took some time but they wake up they start mm -hmm. coming in one by one They're like what's going on i was like i don't know like something hit my bed i woke up i saw a dark shadow go by and then i looked down and i realized like i noticed i almost tripped there was like a rug and the rug was all bundled up and I looked down and I realized at that moment that the cot I was on was actually drug out into the hallway a little bit. Like I was in a, in a room, like kind of like, 
it was like a big entryway mm. but like i was kind of in the room but like and i realized when i got up like it was actually drug in and it was like partially in the entrance way like out into the next part wow. and you could tell that it was dragged because like the carpet was all bundled up under it like it was just like pulled and it pushed up all the carpet mm -hmm. and i was just like i can't explain that and we have a camera on me the whole time so you see like no one's there no mm -hmm. one's doing anything and you like, didn't feel it uh, well, I don't know if it was what oh, I felt when oh, I felt something oh, bump oh, on my feet like that. So I don't know if that was it or not. Mm. Like, it that's makes insane. sense that it would have been. But, yeah, that was crazy. What's the... Yeah. Oh, was, oh, I was just going to say, like, that when, like, when, like, something moves and there's that's nothing scary. there, it's totally scary. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, I've had... I've been dragged backwards. What do you mean? Uh, so we were filming in this place in Prescott, Arizona. It was, like, an old saloon, like, Wild West. I don't know. There's mm. something about these Wild West towns that are just... Mm -hmm off the hook mm -hmm. and uh they were saying that this evil entity resided in the basement and there was a crawl space and they were like that's where it comes from there was workers that would go down there terrified to go to work they want to deal with it so i get sent in it was my you know kind of picked a short straw to like i was going to go into this crawl space by myself right. and investigate it so i'm crawling and i'm a pretty big guy and i'm on my belly like it's only like this deep you know and mm -hmm. i'm on my belly crawling i have a camera in my hand like going through nothing's really happening I start being like, all right, I'm going to start antagonizing. Mm -hmm. Like, this is like some kind of bully spirit thing messing with these people. So I'm going to start messing with it, try to get it to come out. Mm -hmm. So I started antagonizing, calling it out. And all of a sudden, something grabs my leg and there's nothing there. And literally, you could see me. I have the camera like this kind of shooting back behind me. Uh, I drop the camera and I actually mm -hmm. get pulled backwards in the crawl space a good three or four feet. And you can see on camera, I get pulled away from the camera. There's nothing behind me at mm -hmm. all. And I lose it. I freak out. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm in a crawl space. So I can't just, like, get up and run away. So they you know? can do anything they want to. I think so. I think, you know, I think, I don't know. I don't know if it's or like. Or is that a different entity? It could be. That's it what I'm asking. Been a, that's the thing. I don't know exactly what it is. It could have been a different entity. Mm -hmm. uh, it could also be, like, I mean, it sounds, like, kind of weird. But, like, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Ghost. Like with uh, was it Patrick Swayze? Yeah, with Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And then there's like a whole thing where like he, like he almost like when he first is like a ghost and he's trying to communicate with like people he knows yeah. and he can at first, but he yeah. almost like he has to learn how to how to do it. Yeah. And kind of. So I don't know if like some spirits are better at it than others, or some right. spirits have mm -hmm. like more experience, more and intelligent, like gained more power, yeah. more abilities to be able to interact with our world. Or yeah, you know. But yeah, that that's just another one where like like I said, when something moves and it shouldn't. You know, and that yeah, was definitely creepy. probably one of my top terrifying moments for sure. Damn. What about locations? What places really spooked you? Yeah, I mean, this last the Lake Mead special we just did was pretty mm. scary. And it was kind of scary in a way where, like, we didn't expect it. Like, What about the house on – there was a house up the street that was uh, that was calling it super haunted. Bro, it was right there on the corner. sure it's not the Zach Bagans house? <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it? The Zach Bagans Museum? It was on – There's a few in here. It's, it's on Pecos. It was, like, the most – It's on Pecos? We're on Pecos right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they actually tore it down. But okay, I think well, – I think I, I remember – I think I know you, what you're talking about. You, you, you've heard of it, though, right? Yeah, I think I think they might have – because I joined the second year It was year so haunted show. that they, like, to, they tore it down. Yeah, I think oh, they might have done it. We've, we've actually done that. Uh, we invested, oh, for real? Yeah. Like – we uh destroyed a whole home yeah just because it was too it was, it was too it much was too intense yeah wow. uh they Zach actually and I, that? yeah we we did a documentary uh called demon house mm -hmm. uh and we focused it was this house in gary indiana that uh it broke the news it was like known for like being terribly haunted mm -hmm. uh and not even just haunted but like evil like this uh woman and her family or kids were getting affected 
Uh, but what made this one stand out differently, there's so many credible sources like police officers, the chief of police, social workers, all these things. They started investigating the family because the kids were showing up like messed up. So they're like, we got to investigate this family. And then they started experiencing, they like experienced the kid walk backwards up a wall and like all kinds of crazy so uh imagine if you saw right? that <laughs> so i remember like i remember seeing the news and be like man that's crazy and then i, I think i was flying out to uh, investigation and as soon as i landed zach was already texting me he's like have you seen this and i was like yeah and then we were like talking he's like i'm gonna buy that house so we like he tracked down the owner you know and bought that house in gary indiana and we spent like a few years kind of going to this house like Mm -hmm. in between film and the regular show Mm -hmm. and you know it was just pure evil like Mm -hmm. i think that was probably one of the most like just evil like there's no good Mm -hmm. not just like a human spirit that's just like mischievous Mm -hmm. or like like this was just so i don't know what it is but something was there it was pure evil we found uh uh, remnants of rituals that we think were done wow. in the basement wow. so we don't know if someone went in there and like opened something up that like that brought it in uh but it was bad everybody that stepped into that house you know even like you know eventually we like set up wi-fi the wi-fi guy would come to install it. he would have mm-hmm. problems he would leave get into a car accident or something or no i don't think was he the car i don't know the chief of police like would slip on ice after he let like it was just every person that would come into that house even innocently even not even like you know to talk to us about it like you know from like just the, there to do the lawn right just to do like yeah, just <laughs> Blades. Like, yeah. and then they would be calling us like a little bit later like hey like this just happened to me we're like yeah that's like, insane so, yeah, wow it's, it's so these guys got rid of the whole house yeah and then uh <laughs> just burned you know, it down. this property <laughs> yeah it was it got to a point where so you, uh, can you even build on that still or it has to be a vacant lot right well that's the thing that's what's kind of interesting is like and i think that's part of like i guess the bigger experiment is like does it stay does it linger does it move somewhere else or mm. does it is it attached to the physical mm. object uh I do know that like there's a thing called the stone tape theory, which is like organic surfaces like wood, uh, you know, any kind of matter like uh, rocks, things like that. They have a memory. Mm. Um, And this was actually proven scientifically through a scientist in Japan that would take water samples and freeze them. So you would take water from like the mountains, like beautiful Mm -hmm. spring water, and you would Mm -hmm. freeze it. It would form these beautiful crystals. And then he would take like city water out of the sewer and Mm -hmm. freeze that and it would be like malfigured and disfigured Mm -hmm. and not symmetrical. And then he would project positive energy to seen that. I seen yeah. this experiment like wow. that. Yeah. So they proved objects have energy, basically. Yeah. And then energy he would and memory. Yeah. And he would you project can make memory. It sad and yeah. you can make it happen. Exactly. And he would yeah. project positive energy to like the sewer water, and then he would refreeze it, and then now it's beautiful crystals. Whoa. Yeah. And then he yeah. would take like the beautiful spring yep. water yep. that previously made beautiful crystals, and be like, "I hate you, you're all, wow. blah, 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 and like project negative mm. energy to it. And then he, when he would freeze that and look at it, it would be all disfigured. That's so crazy. he basically pro- proved that like energy, positive and negative, can actually affect affect organic matter yeah. on a molecular level wow. you know they so say it, with plants when mm-hmm. there's negative people around plants it kills them yeah yeah for sure yeah or even so, arguing right so yeah. it makes sense that like if something it. is just evil or like you know there's just like a like just something mm-hmm. just pure evil in a spot like it's gonna literally soak into the wall so jay how do you sleep at night <laughs> do you have uh, nightmares it's tough yeah yeah, yeah like when was the last time you actually <laughs> slept eight hours i mean i could probably <laughs> check my stats you know i've been trying to track and kind of actually yeah. pay attention yeah. to it but like not much really like for real like yeah so you're carrying a lot of energy around yeah yeah i've walked into actually here in town i went to like some one of the crystal shops one day told you to get out and some lady (laughs) was like she's like whoa and i'm like what she's like you got a lot around you i was like okay 
Yeah. Wow. And she like didn't know who I was at first mm-hmm. either. Like, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like, oh, you're Jay from Ghost Adventures. You know? <laughs> uh, but so yeah. you don't sleep at night. I mean, I do. I do. I think I don't sleep well necessarily. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you think it takes away? Hey, Jay, wake up. <laughs> no, I think I don't know. I mean, it could honestly be a mixture of PTSD too, because mm-hmm. like we've yeah. been through so many. Like we've done yeah. well over three hundred investigations. Yeah. Plus, I mean, that's just with the regular show. Like, yeah, that's not insane. counting spinoffs and specials, things like that. What's your What's your What's your ultimate goal with this? Because it seems like you're gonna. Like, you feel like you're going to get hurt doing this at some point? Yeah, and I have been. I've broken a rib on an investigation. I'm literally just overcoming. You could say I got an ankle brace on. I dislocated my ankle. Jeez. You know, like, I've busted up my back one time. And, Mm -hmm. two, like, we do this in the dark. So, like, you're going to fall down. Yeah. Yeah. I was coming out of a basement once, and I pushed a storm door up, and I slipped, and it fell on my hand, and my head went through the door. Oh, my God. So, there's definitely uh, many ways to get hurt. So, what's the the goal with all? What are you trying to accomplish or prove, you know, being the the ghost hunter? Because you're eventually, you're going to meet your match that's right yeah like right i think that all the time like yeah. there's a part of me like but i think it's you're gonna meet the even, thanos of demons right yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. and i think like i don't know i feel like one you know maybe it's a bit of craziness but i okay. i think it's that passion and desire to like yeah. want to know what happens like you know, and I think a lot of people don't realize, like, it's not just a TV mm-hmm. show. Like, this is our lives. We do mm-hmm. this. Like, a lot of TV shows will film, mm-hmm. you know, for a few months, and then they take the rest of the year off. Yeah. Like, we shoot every other week, nonstop, mm-hmm. since, like, I've been with it for 13 years. Wow. Like, so, you wanted to know what happens, right? Yeah. And I think that's then, everybody knows. Yeah. You know? Yeah, everybody but then, like, what, what what happens once you find out what happened? Do you, right. does it, what if, the day you find out what happens is, like, right your story ends right yeah so do you get to tell us a story like what you trying to leave like a legacy or just kind of enlighten us mm-hmm. on about life and death or yeah i think i don't know it's weird because i hear from like a lot of fans that they'll mm-hmm. say like you know like our show's giving them comfort even though oh, even though okay. it scares them but like just knowing like there's mm-hmm. knowing there's something more than just this yeah i think gives a lot of people comfort for sure you know, and brings people together in a way yeah. you know and i think a lot of people are looking for that and you know don't have that mm-hmm. in their day-to-day lives so like I feel like that's the good side of what we do, yeah. you know, and I think it is just like a natural curiosity, you know, it's like, what is it? And like, we've been doing it for so long and I've had moments where I'm like, all right, You're I've seen things yeah. lift off the ground. I've been scratched. I've had scratches appear on me and actually see them manifest. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen spirits, I've heard spirits, I've seen exorcisms, possessions, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. So I'm always like, what else could there be? Like what else? Mm-hmm. And then we'll go and do an investigation. And I'm just like, you know, like Lake mm-hmm. Mead, like, all right. We're going out here, just another investigation. We call it shapeshifters. Like, yeah, it just my mind just is constantly Spended, yeah. keeps yeah. being blown. And, you know, the four of us, we're still 100% into it. We love it. It's like, it's our life. It's our mm-hmm. passion. Yeah. So I think it's like, it's weird. Like, and it's a rush, honestly. Like, I personally, I could never go skydiving. Like, the idea of skydiving terrorizes me. Yeah. But, like, but a demon don't. Skydiving well, is scary. <laughs> but, like, demons. But, but there's that. I get it. Yeah. I get why people would like skydiving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there is that adrenaline rush. Yeah. That, and it's the same thing with investigating, you know, spirits. Like, but there is that you, rush. Are you prepared for when you have to experience an exorcism yourself? Well, do you feel like you're strong enough to sustain that? Like, are, are yeah. you, are you, do you know at some point it's going to happen? Uh, I mean, I like to think so because, I mean, I have had different experiences. I've had yeah. had moments where I felt like there's things that are like 
I don't know, if, trying to get just to like you know grasping their claws in you a little bit, not fully mm-hmm. got you, but like you could tell like they're trying to hold on. Yeah. And I've been able to shake it, and I think that is just from the experience of doing what mm-hmm. we do over and over again, and and witnessing it with other people, and kind of finding what works for me, and just sticking with that. You know? Yeah. Have you guys ever thought about bringing like a psychic with you to communicate? Yeah, and we, uh, we've done that a few times. We've had psychics. I think psychics are hit or miss. Uh, we have a few ones that we've worked with that have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, and I know some personal friends of mine that were psychics that have like called me in the middle of the night and be like, what's going on? Are you all right? And it's mm-hmm. just like something crazy was happening. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know, I'm hit or miss. Like, I think they have to like kind of prove themselves in a way, which, you know, is still like the skeptic part of me, which right. is even when we investigate, like I still approach it skeptically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do believe and I've experienced, you know, different things where they've said things where I'm like, all right, there's no way they could possibly know that. Right. What was that person you were telling me about that could predict seer? even more? A seer. A seer. Oh, a seer yeah. yeah. You guys ever brought a seer on? Uh, I don't think anyone that like necessarily like referenced themselves in mm-hmm. seer, but we've had people that like kind of would like say mm-hmm. almost like, I don't know. Cause like I, these weird, twisted, like almost like a riddle, like yeah. kind of thing. I've like, had what? one. Cleanse, <laughs> I have one cleanse my house, and mm. she uh, explained to me that you have to cleanse the corners, right? Because that's where they lie. That's where mm. they store. True, right? Yeah. So as she was cleansing the corners, she had nothing in in her hand, but there was a sound, a screeching sound. Mm. She was using bleach. Okay. All uh, right, bleach is a cleansing, right. bleaching water or something like yeah. that. But there was like a screeching sound that happened but she, i guess she said the it, the whatever was in there was neutral okay. so it wasn't, wasn't it was lost yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that but um it was like a screeching sound almost like a scratching of the walls bro it was right. so creepy just me and me and her there and i was wow. standing right next to her so she didn't do it Jeez. she had nothing in her hand but it was a sound yeah. and um she said it left mm-hmm. whatever it was but she said it wasn't it wasn't like a, it was yeah. an, an indifferent she okay. called it an indifferent yeah, so okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've witnessed that. Uh, like, visually, I've seen that, like, during exorcisms, mm-hmm. like, watching them happen. And you, there's almost, like, a moment where you could see whatever was affecting them, like, mm-hmm. the negative energy, like, actually leave their body. And, mm-hmm. like, like I said, it's, like, an eye change, like, wow. something in their eyes or demeanor. And, like, they almost just, like, kind of like a uh, story I told earlier about mm-hmm. my friend. Like, there's just a point where, like, all of a sudden it's gone and you just, like, you go limp and you're just, like... Like, yeah. kind of like what just happened to me kind of thing have you ever had sleep paralysis yeah yeah i've experienced that a few times uh what is that because i'm here i hear so many different stories for me i got it once i couldn't move but my eyes were open okay and yeah. some guy was choking me out yeah. uh, like a shadow person i get it i've got it often i don't even know how many times i can count but right. it's norm not normal but when it happens i'm like oh shit yeah i feel like there what, is a what is it there is a like i guess part of it is there is an actual explanation like so when we sleep our bodies actually release a chemical that paralyzes us mm. uh it basically stops us from acting out our dreams mm. uh which actually is a mental condition of like there are people out there it's very rare but like there's people that don't release that chemical sleepwalk and then they'll like sleepwalk or mm. like there was a case where a guy actually like he like went to bed woke up the next morning man he had dreams that he was deer hunting and he woke up and his wife was dead with an arrow through her Whoa. yeah so like so it is a natural thing that our brain does to like stop us from trying to act out our dreams Mm -hmm. and it will paralyze you so like there's a belief that like oh maybe you just happen to kind of wake up with that chemical in you Mm -hmm. and like you're paralyzed but you're awake um 
But then what's interesting is like what you were saying is that that happens, but then there's like a shadow figure or like there's other physical manifestations. Mm -hmm. uh, I had that a similar thing where I spent the entire night locked in a jail cell by myself mm -hmm. in an old abandoned prison. Uh, like down, actually, it wasn't even a prison. It was like this mansion, but they had like a prison under base. It was weird. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> down in the basement, like these cells, and uh, I spent the night down there by myself. And eventually, it was just like, all right, I'm in a room. So I try to investigate. I try to do things. I got to a point where I was like, all right, I'm just in here until the other guys are done, and they come and lock me out, you know. And uh, so I end up falling asleep in there. And I remember I woke up, and uh, it was the weirdest thing because like we were filming it too. So like seeing myself. Yeah. And like, I guess at some point I like take my shoes off and I'm not even aware of it. And like, I don't sleepwalk, I don't do any yeah. of that. But then I remember being like waking up paralyzed and I'm seeing something and then all of a sudden like I'm full awake and then I, I describe it as a gray alien, honestly. Like I saw like a gray alien standing above me and you I believe just like, kind of freaked out and it was gone. Wow. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I believe, I, do. I don't know. Like my personal theory about it is like, and same thing, like who knows? Like it could be anything, you mm -hmm. know? like. But uh, what I think of gray aliens is actually us from the future. Because mm. if you think about it from an anatomical kind of sense, you know, like from evolution, if you look at like, you know, the evolution of the human species, you know, our, our jaws were bigger and our heads were smaller, right? So if you start fast forwarding that evolution, our jaws are going bigger. That's why we, our wisdom teeth messes up is because mm -hmm. actually our jaws shrinking inward like this. So that's like on the edge of an evolutionary step. That There's some of, kids now that are being born without wisdom right, teeth. Right, exactly. Evolving saw that. So it's yeah. like our jaws are moving this way and our heads are getting bigger. Our brains are getting more evolved. So like fast forward that, we're going to have the little chin, the big head, kind of like a gray alien mm -hmm. look, right? <laughs> I hope now, not. I, Yo, I, I like that there. But now think that. of this. So like, what does it look like that though? So if in the future there's some kind of catastrophe, which everyone talks about one day it's going to happen, whether it's an asteroid or mm -hmm. fire, flood, like anything, whatever it is, yeah. it's going to be something that's going to force the human civilization to go underground. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen evolutionary if humans go underground? It's going to be dark. They're going to lose pigmentation in their skin. They're going to turn gray. They're going to be washed out. Their eyes are going to have to get bigger to be able to see in darker light. Mm. Like So it basically, in my point of view, that's showing that we could easily evolve into like the typical gray alien. Wow. Mm. I like that theory, man. Jay, I've learned a lot about ghosts from you, man. Sheesh. That was a great episode. I think we caught a ghost on right. camera. Oh, we might have to watch the footage. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to watch that. see something in there, man. Man, any closing comments for people watching? Uh, I mean, thanks. This is fun. That was awesome. Uh, you know, and like we keep doing it. We have new episodes right now coming on Discovery every Wednesday night. And, yeah. you know, we do it so you guys don't have to, I guess. Yeah. Like we do some crazy stuff. Yeah. And I'm not going to Lake Mead, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I've already just skied there. So it's not, I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah well, during the day, you're fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's I weird. Like yeah. you go out there like night, like there's a, there's these old railroad tunnels and you go hiking there. And I remember I was there. During the day, at one point, I went after the film, and I went with some friends. I was like, you got to check this place out. And uh, the sun started going down, and they were all like, what? Like, what is with this place? And yeah. I was like, yeah, man, this is where we call it the shapeshifter. Wow. Like, I didn't even tell anybody ahead of time. Like, it was afterwards, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. <laughs> but they all picked up out. on it. Like, as soon as the sun starts going down, it changes the vibe. Wow. That's sick. Yeah. Wade? <clears throat> you can follow me on Instagram at Ghost Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Digital Social Hour. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time. Peace. Peace.